Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Irrelevant Sports. I'm your host, Marissa Womack, if you didn't know, now you know. And I'm here with a very special <laughs> guest, Peyton Butt. Um, so I'm just going to let her introduce herself. Obviously, she goes to South Carolina, but um, major class by the chose USC. Okay, um, so I'm a sophomore. Um, I am a broadcast journalism major with a concentration in sports, and I chose USC because it was very close to home. Um, I'm from outside Charleston, and also just, well, so originally I chose it for their engineering program, because I was originally an engineering major, yeah. Ended up hating it, so I switched, yeah. but it ended up working out, because now I get to work with South Carolina sports, which is amazing. Yeah, um, me and Peyton knew each other from, a long time ago. Yeah, sophomore year I lived in Charleston, some of you viewers know, um, and that's how we met. Yeah. And we just stayed in touch. We Both ended up here. Yeah, which is crazy for me. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to go to UGA. A hundred percent, and then I didn't get in. <laughs> <laughs> but, and I honestly, like, after touring, like, I can't see myself anywhere yeah. else, so I'm glad. And then I changed my major, too, so, like, I, I feel like that's very common. Yeah. And I changed it before even coming in here. Oh, and then I haven't changed it since. And now I'm graduating early. So it's like I like this face or something. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we can just jump into, like, the theme of this episode. We're doing women in media. Mm -hmm. um, I obviously have sports management with a minor in sports media, but you're kind of like the flip-flop, so you mm -hmm. do more of, like, the broadcasting and that side of it um, and writing articles, things like that. Um, mm -hmm. So you can just talk about groups that you've worked with and then what you like have done with them mm -hmm. and then like ones that you still work with, like baseball and things like that. Yeah. Okay, so I work for the Daily Gamecock. It's USC student-run newspaper. Um, and so I'm a sports beats writer, so that's kind of where I kind of got my start, got most mm -hmm. of my experience and stories from. Um, I've covered just about every sport. Um, there's a few that I'm still missing, but... A lot of sports here and a lot of women's sports here mm -hmm. um, and so that's where I'm still right now this summer um, I'm gonna be working with well interning with the Lexington Blowfish okay so I'm really excited about that I, I think we played yeah so women like we're very fortunate that our women's sports mm -hmm. is like heavily respected and like supported throughout like yeah. our community and like people love going to like our women's basketball games obviously mm -hmm. and then um our women's soccer like yeah SEC like our Carolina girls like that kind of thing mm -hmm. um so we are very fortunate to have kind of a different perspective on women in media um but obviously like the outside world and like other groups and schools like aren't as fortunate and like pros, that kind of thing. Yeah. It's like everyone talks about like college, like women's soccer, women's basketball, but then like when you get to like the leagues, like yeah. I feel like no one talks about them as much as they deserve. Mm -hmm. And like with our national team, like a lot of our girls play, well, all of them play on like a NSWL team. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, or NWL. Yeah. Like, they have started getting a lot more fans at their games and things like that, but, like, before that, like, until they won, like, no one paid attention to them. Yeah. Um, I think we're definitely very fortunate in 
we do get a lot of recognition compared to other schools, but mm -hmm. I definitely think that there's still like more to come yeah, and more recognition that is needed. But I definitely think that like compared to some other schools, like in the SEC, like just across the country, like mm -hmm. we are like really our women's sports are really well respected. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, I wish they gave a gymnastics name. Yes, I was I like too. thinking about that because mm -hmm. I like looked it up because I saw like that LSU. Player, it obviously wasn't gymnastics, but I was like, oh my god, what if it's gymnastics? Like, Lily's gonna be here. And then I looked it up and I was like, wait, we literally don't. Yeah, we don't. Have. I don't know why. I don't know if there's like a reason or a story. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but I have noticed that because they're, I think, in their like championship season right now. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Um, looking forward to the future, where do you see yourself in like the next few years? Oh my goodness. Like, and what sport? If oh, you going to sports. Okay, so this is a question where I feel like it's something that's kind of changing right now. Yeah. Um, I When I kind of originally switched to mm -hmm. broadcast journalism and started working with sports, it was like, last year I worked with a lot of baseball. Yeah. And I still love working with baseball, like, mm -hmm. and I'm working with baseball this summer, but I think it's also transitioning into, I worked with a lot of like football, mm -hmm. loved working with them, I worked with a lot of golf, and I loved that, which is something that I never would have yeah. expected. Um, so I think that that's definitely something that's kind of up in the air, mm -hmm. and I'm not 100% sure, but if I had to take a wild guess, I'd probably say baseball. Yeah. Um, I feel like, too, like, it's good to just be able to, like, adapt and, like, yeah. grow into your sport, because, like, mm -hmm. I started, um, I had my last game this coming up weekend for professional lacrosse team. Okay, yeah, the one in Georgia. Georgia yeah. yeah. Um, they're, like... I I just like can't even wrap my head around like a professional lacrosse team to yeah. begin with and then like for me that has started my career there and like to be able to work up to like now the Charleston Riverdogs like they are a very like pristine like mm -hmm. group like everybody knows who the Riverdogs are kind yeah. of thing yeah and so like going from like that to having opportunities somewhere else has just been like kind of crazy and like my intern class like we have three guys out of like 15 of us mm -hmm. and so like just being able to kind of like look at that and then like our lacrosse team like it's a it's a good like half like women half men mm -hmm. but like our staff is more women for like media and things like that yeah. but like for like the river dogs like our off um intern was literally a like, girl and yeah. so even like outside of media like having so many girls and like different atmospheres and like ticket sales and things like that mm -hmm. has just been like crazy and like has been cool to like work with them already like we uh, the season have, hasn't even started and like we're all super close already yeah and like to know kind of that the guys respect us in a base like in the man's world when it comes to baseball yeah. because it's like you're like obviously girls aren't out on the field and things like that but like being able to kind of have that homey feel mm -hmm. and bring that to baseball is something that has been fun to recognize yeah. from that side. Yeah. It's nice to have females to look up to, yeah. especially like so close within the same organization mm -hmm. for you, Yeah. but also just like anywhere in any team, like mm -hmm. any sport. Um, yeah. I know that like social media is kind of like helping a lot of women yeah. get recognition and get like the respect but also just like gain attention gain following mm -hmm. and that's like making it all more popular so yeah and like with media in general like I feel like 
it is easier for women to get involved mm-hmm. if you want to move sports route because we post all the time already. Yeah. And then like we kind of have an eye for th- like for certain aesthetic things and yeah, what's like, more on trend. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. I feel like guys are like, I want to do the playbook or like I want to yeah. do this <laughs> or that and the, operations like, or like I want to be yeah. like the president. Like, yeah. It's always like they shoot so high and they don't think about like everything. How else you have to work your go. way up. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like that is a girl's advantage. Um, but what is the biggest issue that you see right now with women in media? Um, I think that it's more of just like as much as we give like praise to the fact that like there is so much respect that we now have, like mm-hmm. going back to like there's still more respect that it, it's still not equal. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's definitely the biggest struggle and sometimes um, it's easy to be looked down upon. It's easier to give the role to a male, especially mm-hmm. in sports, because so many people, um, especially in older generations, when they think sports, they're going to think, yeah. like, um, male and not yeah. female. And so I think that that's another thing that is still it's still changing, and mm-hmm. people are still getting used to it, and people are still realizing the hard work that women put in and yeah. the skills that women are capable of and the content they cr- can create. Mm-hmm. And, um the aspect of social media, but I would just say that there's still work to be done in yeah. that aspect. Yeah, I feel like just like how it is growing is 100% in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I agree. So like for the people that have already gone before us kind of thing, like just being like, like respecting them mm-hmm. in a sense, like especially like all of the females like right now, like, we wouldn't have, like, all of these doors opening right now. Yeah. And I feel like we are in kind of, like, the perfect generation, like, age range where it's, like, we can get in because soon, like, the door's going to be shut again. Yeah. Of just, like, all right, like, now there's, there's too, too many, many. Yeah, yeah. women kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, especially with, like, being the face of media. Yeah. Um, how you can be portrayed and things like that is, like, very, like an issue that it can be there's a stereotype around how women are portrayed yeah and like which women are like for which sports kind Mm -hmm. of thing because you always see like the blonde like very put like not i don't mean like very fashionable kind of sense in front of like football yeah but then you'll see like a very like respected black woman in front of basketball yeah like those kind of things that i feel like are the barriers that have to be broken eventually yeah they will but like they're like putting the nerdy girl behind the camera yeah and like adding like a lot more diversity mm-hmm. like because yeah. like the hispanic culture can be brought in like the asian culture mm-hmm. like those kind of things are just things that haven't kind of been adapted into and they're on the way to it yeah but exactly it's still something that needs to happen yeah and i feel like that goes along with um women being stereotyped and like where you see women being stereotyped Mm -hmm. and I would like literally just who's being put where kind of thing Mm -hmm. and like why because it's like now women are like being a rep and like yeah Mm -hmm. they're like being more hands-on general managers yeah yeah pitching coaches Mm -hmm. and bullpen catchers and yeah and now there's like mental health awareness being mm-hmm. added into the bullpen like I forgot what team it was but the Rays maybe um first team 
to have a woman in the like bullpen. Yeah. And that's like just a step in the right direction. Yeah. And not even like for the women, but for the players as a whole, because like you go from NCAA to college or to professional league, <laughs> and um, it's very different. Like you kind of on it's off a lot season, of yeah, yeah, and then on off season, like you have to keep up your routine. Like you don't have someone else like there doing it for you, and so mm-hmm. then you get to a game, and then like you need mental health and like that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's almost like society puts so much pressure on us athletes, yeah. and I think that it's something that isn't recognized as much as it should be. Yeah, 100%. And we talk, I talk about that a lot with, like, the players that I mm-hmm. do have come on. Um, yeah. Just bringing awareness to them and, like, even, like, how you live and, like, taking time to, like, decorate your yeah. room. Like, yeah. Obviously, you guys can kind of <laughs> tell that mine is... Room tour episode. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I would do... If you want to see a room tour, there's probably one on my TikTok. Um, I'm gonna search for her TikTok though. Yeah, oh my, there's too many TikToks. <laughs> like actually, every day it's like five, and I'm just like whatever. I just don't think about it anymore. Um, Gotta be real with the people. Yeah, exactly. Um, where do you see more women being involved? I think everywhere. Yeah. And I think that that's like not that there's a right answer, but I think that that is the right answer yeah, in the I fact guess. that. Even though there's so many women in media, like there could always be more in. Yeah. There's so many women that could be in food and beverage and merchandising yeah. and Ops. operations and general manager and eventually one day like owners. owners. And I think so. I think owners. the answer to that simply is just everywhere. Yeah, and especially with like um, celebrity men, like coming like Tom Brady, he mm. became the owner. For a women's team. Yeah. What? Is it Asics? I don't remember. I think it's Asics. Um, like that mm-hmm. is just a step in the right direction, mm-hmm. of just like vocalizing, the, like your support in women's sports, especially yeah. because of how like highly respected he is as a player, mm-hmm. and like to be an owner in a different sport, different and like sport. a women's Definitely. sport, yeah, has been kind of very good and especially like NBA owners starting to own like WNBA players or W not players not players um <laughs> leagues <laughs> but yeah it's just like I think a lot of it is the time and place mm-hmm. is kind of now and like growing and evolving and people like speaking out for like what they believe in and I think a lot of people are more I think it's almost like when one female speaks out like yeah. more females feel like they can speak out yeah, and 100%. when you know m- so many females speak out like no one has a choice but to listen yeah and I feel like even like the viewership from the women's basketball tournament mm-hmm. like that yeah that was insane yeah and then like the backlash that like Angel Reese got for like her, her actions yeah um which was crazy mm-hmm. because well Caitlin Clark she came out and spoke about it and was like, I don't care, like, that's part of the game. Yeah, and I, exactly. For her to be able to say that, but especially, like, for who Angel Reese is, for people to be coming at her. Especially like, after Caitlin yeah. Clark was already, like, there's no Ex- big deal. Exactly. Like, there's no big deal to be 
having that controversy, but that controversy does draw. And like when more when attention. Caitlin does it, like that's Everyone's one thing. Okay. But yeah. then when Angel, I don't know. And it's just not fair. Yeah. Um, but like there after the Clemson game. Oh. I was in Clemson. I okay. Said, yeah, yeah. I was in the um, in the stadium. I said God knows how many awful things, <laughs> but it's like no words. Yeah, and like no one's gonna kind of say anything. Like if a guy were to do that. Yeah. Like kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So. Like that's just so normalized. Yeah. Exactly. And just like being able to be vocal and like proud of your team and like mm -hmm. like when you're competitive like that. Like that's crazy to just pretend and like stop and like be very like sportsmanlike. Like, yeah. Like yeah, I'm gonna be sportsmanlike, but if I go and win the national championship, it's a national championship. Like I don't care what I'm doing. I'm yeah. celebrating. Like I'm going out, and that's crazy because she, like, obviously that should have been us, but <laughs> we won't talk about that. But like, she brought like the first title. Yeah. To LSU, and we kept it in the SEC, which like that's way better than getting it to Caitlin. It's just crazy how media changes the narrative a lot of times too. Yeah. Um, and especially for women and like women can do some things but they're not allowed to do others and yeah. like do those like it's so stupid. Um do you think that covering fewer women's sports on a larger platform causes a shift in this minority? Um, so this question actually got me thinking a lot. <coughs> Specifically about what I've worked with, I realized that last year was a lot more male mm -hmm. sports, whereas this year I kind of started working with a lot more female sports mm -hmm. and made that more of a priority. But I also kind of realized that it also depends on what your viewers want to see. Mm -hmm. Because obviously like the main goal or one of the main goals of a newspaper is to like reach as many people yeah. as you possibly can. Yeah. And um so if your viewers don't want to see, you know, a specific mm -hmm. women's sport, you can cover it as much as you want, but yeah. it's not going to get the attention if people don't want to yeah. read it. So all about views. It's almost like it's hard because we worked really hard with covering a lot more female sports and also covering a lot more smaller sports mm -hmm. this year, but it's all about like what the viewers ultimately want to see. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I think that like definitely. A lot of media kind of revolves on like profit and mm -hmm. money like the money's gonna talk yeah and that's where they're gonna kinda... that's where they're gonna skew to the male sports yeah a hundred percent um so what have you learned while covering primarily male sports like what's the biggest key takeaways I think one of my biggest key takeaways goes back to that in the sense that like money talks and yeah. your articles are going to do really well. Well, actually, I said it so your articles are going to do really well when it's what people want to see, but most viewed, engaged with tweet was uh, Chloe Kitt's article, mm -hmm. which was something that was really exciting, not only for her, obviously, mm -hmm. but for female sports and women's yeah. basketball. Um, but I've also learned that when you like work really hard, like no matter if it's a male or a female that you're working with, they're gonna see that and they're gonna respect that. And yeah. you really just have to like put yourself out there and be like the nicest person to everyone mm -hmm. because they're gonna see like you working hard and they're gonna see the hours that you put in. Yeah. And it does go recognized, you just have to put in the work for it. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so how should the media move forward in closing the equality gap? I feel like we touched on this a little bit. Yeah, I feel like it's more of just like almost continuing to do the same thing, but also I think that everyone needs to be open-minded mm -hmm. and accepting of people and almost looking at people for their resume as opposed to their skin tone, their gender, their background, mm -hmm. like just looking at them, how are they gonna help you how are they going to help your company no matter if they're a man or a woman or yeah. black or white or no matter who they are like how are they going to help you what does their resume look mm -hmm. like so i think just being open-minded i think that's really going to push this like media in the right direction yeah and just like like especially with resume like this isn't this isn't just in sports or like just in media yeah. but like everywhere like you know how it used to be like with our parents generations and things like that yeah. like a man is going to get hired over a woman but now like you get to look at like who's pushing themselves out of their comfort zone like yeah and even in one of my classes like we talked about at the beginning he was like i'm gonna be able to see who's gonna make it because only one third of you guys are gonna make it yeah the other two thirds like you guys aren't gonna push yourself and like recently i've like fully been able to like kind of tell and like see especially like with having to do like a 295 like mm -hmm. which is an internship for you guys um <laughs> but like seeing kind of there was another guy who I knew and he applied for the same internship as me and he didn't get it he got the game day and like for me like being able to be flexible with your schedule working with your professors closely like going to class like showing them that like you can do whatever like it leads mm -hmm. to more opportunities more recommendations yeah and then like also being able to have like time off in classes because i'm gone for two weeks yeah. like before school is technically over and like my professors have been able to like work with that. me and like seen how hard that i'm working like the rest of the semester mm -hmm. and they're like we want to see you go far so we're gonna like accommodate Mm -hmm. And then it's also like just the funniest thing when they're like, okay, so like do we get tickets? And I'm like, I, you can. You can buy them online. <laughs> no, but like even like I'll go home um, to Georgia a lot of times mm -hmm. and people are like, so like how is it? Like when is it? And whatever. And I tell them like my plans and like who I'm working with and things like that. And they're like, holy crap. Like what? Yeah. It, like not even what am I doing with my life, but like how I'm did real. you? Yeah. How did you get to this point? Yeah. And like, you really are such a different person, kind of like from when they last see you, like mm -hmm. in high school to like where you are now. And like, working at Charleston is going to be so weird. Like, because every I'm gonna see everybody, yeah. and I am gonna have that walkie-talkie. I'm gonna be able to bring them on the floor, like or on the field, and have them do the games, and especially like Thursday, Thursdays, like everyone's there, and people have already like been stalking my LinkedIn and like <laughs> have messaged me privately and they're like this is great can you get me a ticket but in all actuality it's just like crazy to think that like yeah. I what I'm doing with my life like it's not going unseen but also like you kind of it's like a compare and contrast kind of thing of mm -hmm. like I am learning this from these other people and I'm like getting away from my town and I'm, I'm just gonna have to see everyone this summer throwback to high school but that's kind of everything for this article perfect do you have anything else you want to add I don't think so
anything fun? Um, what teams are you working with next year? Same ones? Yeah, probably a lot of the same and everything. I worked with them in soccer last year. It was pretty I fun. Them. They're my favorite people. So sweet. They're like actually the best ever. I'm recording with one of them tomorrow. Me? Yeah. I used volleyball. It's one of the sweetest teams I've ever worked with. I did. And that is amazing. So sweet. Yes. Literally the sweetest team ever. Queens. Yeah, they're great. Love them. Um, yeah. But that's everything for this episode. The <laughs> next episode, I have to think because I have to think of how I'm releasing these. So either the volleyball episode just came out or the volleyball episode is about to come out. And if the volleyball episode is not out, wait, if the volleyball episode <laughs> is out, then the soccer episode is next. And then maybe equestrian. Oh, I love the equestrian team. Football, soccer, and one more. And then calling it a season. So, yeah, well, thanks for coming. Of course. Thank you for having me. Um... I will see you guys next week.